Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this chapter a day journey, which finds us in Psalm 144. And I pulled out verses three and four, which says, Lord, what are human beings that you care for them? Mere mortals that you think of them? They are like a breath. Their days are like a fleeting shadow. Today's podcast is entitled, A Tale of Two Kings. Now, I need you to bear with me today because I'm going to theater geek out on you a little bit. The tale of Shakespeare's Macbeth is one that I have found myself referencing repeatedly in these chapter day posts over the last 15 years. Macbeth is the bard's shortest play, and the further I traverse this road of life, the more meaningful I have found it to be. It is full of mystery and of humans striving against both fate and unseen forces to ascend power in the kingdoms of this world to a tragic end. By the way, did you know that in the theater world, it is considered taboo to utter the name of Shakespeare's tragic hero, Macbeth? When referencing the play of He Who Must Not Be Named, it is most common among theater types to simply refer to it as the Scottish play. Okay, so now you're ready for Trivial Pursuit. To refresh your memory from high school English class, Macbeth is a soldier who does himself proud in the war, and on his way home, he meets these three weird sisters who prophetically tell him that he will become a noble, and then he's going to become king of Scotland. He writes his wife the news, and immediately, the first part of the prophecy comes true. Now, as fate would have it, King Duncan of Scotland is passing through the area and decides to spend the night with the Macbeths, the new nobles, at their estate. Rather than waiting to see if the second half of the prophecy comes true, Lady Macbeth and her husband are convinced that this is the opportunity to make the second part of the prophecy come true. They murder the king, seize the throne, but in doing so, they unleash circumstances that will cycle out of control and doom them. Near the end of the Scottish play, King Macbeth receives news that his wife is dead. As Jesus would have observed, they had gained the world and lost their souls, along with everything else that matters. And as the realization kicks in, the tragic hero utters one of Shakespeare's well-known monologues. Quote, She should have died hereafter. There would have been a time for such a word. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out, out, brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury, signifying 
nothing. End quote. Now, I couldn't help but think of Macbeth as I read David's lyrics in today's chapter, Psalm 144, the ones that I read at the top of the podcast. Lord, what are human beings that you care for them? Mere mortals that you think of them. They are like a breath. Their days are like a fleeting shadow, like Macbeth's walking shadow. So as I meditated on the similarity of sentiments between Macbeth's lines and David's lyrics, I was eventually led to contemplate both the common themes as well as the contrasts. Macbeth was given a prophecy that he would be king of Scotland in the same way that David was anointed king by the prophet Samuel when he was still a young man. Now, impatient and hungry for power, Macbeth and his lady resorted to lies, deceit, and murder to take the throne by force. David lived for many years in the wilderness, refusing multiple opportunities to kill his rival, King Saul. If the prophecy was to be fulfilled, David wanted it to be God who made it happen, not him. Macbeth's observations about life being a walking shadow are filled with the emptiness and bitterness amidst the ruins of his choices and their tragic ends. David's observation is filled with faith and awe that God would choose to love, protect, and bless him when he humbly acknowledges that he is nothing before the hand of the Almighty. In the quiet this morning, I'm thinking about my own life turn 55 at the end of this month. So even if I am graciously allowed the average number of days on the petty pace of this earthly journey, and that's no guarantee, I must acknowledge that all my yesterdays account for more than my tomorrows. There are more days behind me than before. I will eventually make my exit from this terrestrial stage. Now, as the fleeting shadow of my journey creeps to the exit, who will I be most like? Macbeth in his despair and woes of meaningless futility? Or David in his humble praise to God for all the blessings he'd graciously been afforded despite his tragic flaws and his many mistakes? I hope it's the latter. And I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.